Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Martin Plant is all about the Chicago Bears' loss to the Detroit Lions. The season is officially not over. It should be. I think there is a chance that we can make the playoffs, but what are we, do- what are we doing? What are we doing this for? I'm doing this as a distraction from reality, and it's kind of working, actually. Um, I thought the Bears were going to be 8-8 eight eight before week one. Um that is technically still a possibility. We only have four games left. Two of those teams have a losing record. Three of those teams have a losing record. So it is doable. It's just very unlikely. Uh, Martin's been on the show many times. He, uh, he was on after week three, actually, of the Chicago Bears season. Uh, I'm glad I'm still doing this. I say that in uh, with all sincerity. Uh, I don't know if the Chicago Bears are still glad they're doing this. Um, unfortunately... We now have a Patreon account. Um, I'm, gl- I'm not glad that we're doing that, but I'm glad that there's an outlet to maybe uh, recoup some of the losses that 2020 has provided. That's a weird way to phrase things. We now have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at youmethemeverybody.com. It's on our About page. It's in this podcast description. There's multiple tiers. There's multiple levels. Matt Nagy makes a lot of money, millions of dollars to coach the Chicago Bears. That That is a, that is a fact. And that is uh, something that I have to live with, and I have a Patreon account. We make decisions in life, and, and here we are. Here's the show. We're 12 weeks into the 2020 season. Chicago Bears have lost more games than they have won, and I wanted this team to make the playoffs. But now, now I have hope that since no- early November, we can now say that this is entirely the coach's fault, and maybe, just maybe, a losing season for the Chicago Bears will mean we'll have a new head coach in 2021. That is a hopeful and reasonable assumption. I would hope for the same. Uh, the only thing I think they may get away with in that regard is simply because they've taken the play calling away from Nagy is that that's where they may go instead and they may just get a new offensive coach or, you know what I mean? They may get a new quarterback's coach rather than putting the blame kind of squarely where it lies, which is him. Okay. We talked early in the season. We talked after week three, and you said that the Bears were going to make the playoffs and go 10-6. and six. I've been saying mm-hmm. since week one, 8-8, eight and eight, and for the first time, I feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem is, too, when you look at a lot of the games that we've lost, they were winnable games. They weren't games where you felt like... If you look at Green Bay, that didn't feel like a winnable game at any point. At no point during that game did we seem like we had a chance on paper? We didn't really have a chance, but the others you were scrapping away because the defense would keep you in the game. So you're losing by three points, seven points, 10 points, but it feels winnable. There was a path for you to win all those games, but when you score no points, that's what's stopping you. So it's one of those situations where I still stand by what that guess was. And even watching those games, with even a fifty percent passable offense, we would have we would have been nine and you know nine. I'm and looking four at the, the games we've lost. There was one game where we should have won, and the fact that we lost it didn't feel bad. And that was the Saints game. Mm-hmm. Every game that we've lost, we deserve to lose. We deserve to lose that Rams game. We deserve to lose that Panthers game. We shouldn't have beaten the Bucks. We got lucky on that. So, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. That's okay. 
No, I. But I. I still like. Yesterday was deserve, a wash. Yesterday we to, didn't deserve yeah. to win, but we didn't deserve to lose. We should have ended with a tie. Of like the, the unlikelihood of that happening should have been that week. I thought we were right. going to win yesterday, and by the time we actually lost, I was no longer even following the game because my kid was awake and it was like, well, let's go check out this park because there's a program he might be able to do post COVID. Blah blah blah. And your text was the thing that made me like. I checked on my phone three minutes before and I was like oh they're up by 10 they're going to win I could stop following this game and then you texted yeah. me like oh yeah they lost why, why am I yeah. even surprised by this yeah no it was a loss that only really we can pull out it's that oh no I Falcons feel... I mean yeah but the Falcons are an anomaly this year they're I mean through the first like four weeks they were putting up astronomical numbers and were 0 and 4 they were yeah. losing and scoring like 35 points a game fair 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 um, but yeah, it's 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 that thing where I, the, the person I feel bad for the, in that in that specific game, I feel bad for Trubisky because I yeah. feel like he played a lot better. I feel like he was more level headed. He was mm-hmm. making good passes. He was like he can't go deep. Like deep is not his forte, but good mid range passes, clear. He was accurate, and I felt like he was having a good game. He was, and then that that thing in the like that that last fourth quarter, just getting it strip sacked. You, you felt for him. You kind of were like, ah, dude, you were doing so good. And that's not even really your fault. You got blindsided mm-hmm. by, you know, your offensive lineman not kind of keeping him at bay. But I don't know. I felt for him in that moment. I'm like, man, I, I just hope that isn't the, the end of his, you know what I mean, playing football for the Bears. I would hope that we give him at least the rest of the season, like, you know, some chance to kind of, to kind okay, of, well, let's talk about the rest of corner. the season. Um, there's a, there's still a chance it's very, very unlikely that my prediction of 8-8 eight and eight will be correct. With our schedule, yeah, it's, it's a little... We're playing a very good Texans team next week. We're playing a on-the-bubble Vikings team. We're playing one of the two teams worse than us in the last two months, Jaguars, and then we're mm-hmm. playing the Packers. So it is possible that we beat the Jaguars because they're going to be trying to lose to get that number one pick because they, they have one loss. The Jets have zero losses. So... It's the Jets and the Jags going for the number one pick, right? There's mm-hmm. a chance that's a likely win, right? You'd think so, yeah. Okay, so now we have to have two more wins against the Vikings, which I think is doable, but they're much more hot than us, the Texans and the Packers. Mm-hmm. The Packers, by that point, will most likely have the NFC in lockdown, and I'm looking at the standings now. If there's any chance for them to have that number one seed, I don't think it's likely because of the Saints – Therefore, if they're already locked into that spot, we might be able to win if they don't start uh, Rodgers. Right. The only problem with those games is they're such rivalry games. And, yes, you're going to protect your vital assets if you can, but they're still probably going to put Rodgers in for at least a half. But, I mean, they they, they, they want to win those games. So – you are a Bears fan. Do you? What do you want to happen? Do you want them to go eight and eight and not make the playoffs because they're not going ten and seven? That's not happening. Um, no. Do you want them to tank at this point for the pick? Do you want them to be in it so often at the end of the game and then lose so it's clearly a coaching issue and not a skill issue? What do you want to happen for the remainder of the season? That's a tough one. Um. I mean, the pick is important because we need a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, we need so many pieces. And what's, what's difficult is, and I'm kind of swerving away from your question for a second, but I'll come back to it, is, is really what do you do 
what do you do with the pieces that you've got here? Because yeah. you've got a defense that's excellent, but it's not going to win anything. Well, hold on. Because- is the defense excellent? Because the last few weeks have proven it not to be. And I understand that like COVID is changing everything, but that's not a Bears problem. That's a league problem. That's a world problem. So is the defense as dominant as it once was? Because I would say no. And the last three I mean, weeks are really good proof of that. If you're judging it off those weeks, though, you've got to think you had a you had a Keen Hicks out, exactly, who is a cornerstone of that defense. But I mean, Mac and Hicks are that defense, right? Really, like everything else is built around them. They are the leaders, the cornerstones. Absolutely. And really, yeah, yeah. So the question really is, though, when you have really good defensive parts. But you, I mean, our offense is terrible from from top to bottom. We have a decent wide receiving core, and I've I've liked David Montgomery since he started playing for us. Mm-hmm. He's finally starting to show what he's been capable of this whole time. But your offensive line is trash. It's pure trash. Sure. Your quarterback situation is is bad. It's not good. Sure. So do you? What do you do when? Because I mean, like I say, that that defense can't carry the team. It's been trying all year. So do you shop the market for Mac and see what you can get for him and then try and build something from that? Do you try and get the pick and put all your eggs in a quarterback basket again? Because that's the problem is when we went for Trubisky, we moved up and sold so many things to move one place to get him. Yeah. And this is what happens to teams when you gamble everything on a quarterback. I got to respectfully disagree because yeah. I don't think this is a quarterback problem. <laughs> No, it it isn't, but the quarterback problem has been a large part of it. I don't know why we put Foles in. I mean, if you did it to scare the kid or you did it to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, how the fuck we stuck with Nick Foles for as many weeks as we did? I, I have no clue. Because the they guy beat the was Bucks. not good. Because they beat the Bucks <laughs> with him. I'm not joking. Like, that that makes sense. That's it. I guess. I don't I mean, think this is a quarterback issue. If you have a bad line, you're not going to win. End stop. So. True. Do you want to, for 2021, do you want to rebuild or do you want to try to maneuver to try to make the playoffs? That's really what this boils down to at this point. Yeah, I, I think you rebuild. I think you have yeah. to rebuild. But I, I think that rebuilding is, it has to come from like people who don't seem aware of what the problems are. I mean, the fact that. So you're I mean, saying literally, ev- a new everything? I mean, not a new everything, but a new a lot. Okay. Like I would, I would, you know what I mean. I would get rid of the general manager. I would get rid of the head coach. I would, I would really start hardcore building your offensive line with anybody you think you can get. As far as I know, you said it's not a quarterback problem. It, it is and it isn't. We have a capable quarterback, but you don't win a lot of things with a capable quarterback. We you went to I mean? a you, Super Bowl with a capable quarterback. Yeah, you can do it, but I mean, just look around the league at who you have to beat, though. You know what sure. I mean? Like, would you, I mean, and this is a comparison that's been made a million times, but even like with a semi-decent offensive line, would you put Trubisky up against the Packers or the Chiefs or, you know, I mean, these, these teams that are just pure athleticism, the Steelers I wouldn't want to go up against right now. Just, they have those abilities. And if you want to, if you want to win big, you need, just people are getting better at the game. They just are. There's just so, a high skill level. I think that the Bears issue is super duper easy to fix if you want to make a run for 2021, if you're not going to rebuild is you just get rid of Nagy and you put Pagano as your head coach. He's done it before he's had success. Let him run that. He's done a very good job as a defensive coordinator for the bears. Do that and spend anything you can on 
and in the draft to like build a line. The end. We already agree that the wide receivers are good. We already agree that Mitch and I would say Foles. You don't agree are competent. They're not the worst. I mean, in your opinion, I think you do think Foles is the worst quarterback in the league. Uh, in the league, no. I think Sam Darnold has to okay. take that. But so, uh, he's he's passed it, in yeah. my opinion. He's passed it. He's, he's not got it anymore. But he's enough to, like, if you need to bring somebody in for, like, one pass, you could do that, you know? And just do that. Right. And make a run with it because, like, yeah, Mac is amazing. Hicks is amazing. Don't give up everything yet. It's not – we're not nearly at Jags-Jets level. No, God, no. And – if anything, like the Lions' victory with a new coach makes me think that if we had done this bef- like last week, we'd be in a much better position. I agree. You also, I mean, do just to be fair, you have to credit the Lions that they played well. Like, okay, so if you're a Lions well. fan, are you now more upset because like you're clearly <laughs> rebuilding? What are you doing? I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're a Lions fan, you have to take a lot out of that game. You really do. I mean. You fire your coach. They're playing for you know your your new head coach, your your kind of fill in guy. But they played well. I mean, like they played really the, well. The second the second uh, touchdown they threw. I forgot what the guy's name was. But it was kind of queer, Queezens or something something like that. But it was, it was excellent. It was one of those things that when they scored it, even as a Bears fan, I was like, God damn, that was a good. But that's also one of those like, things where you're just like, man, that that's what it feels like to have like a slightly above average quarterback. Exactly. Because that's the thing is it's that difference. It's the difference is those gaps. Like if if you ever watch the Chiefs play, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they're third and twenty. It, you know it's more than probable that they they're going to get that first down. Hold on a second with that thought. Last week I talked to a Chiefs fan, and do you think if the Bears drafted Mahomes, Mahomes would be having a good career? Yeah, I do. I mean, do? I, okay. I think Andy Reid. I do. I, I mean, I think skill is skill, but I know you have to nurture it and, mm-hmm. and and do the right things with it. Would he be as successful? Who knows? But I mean, the inherent skill level is the inherent skill level. I I think Andy Reid arguably will go down as one of the greatest coaches. Oh, ever. sure. That's he, not. De- yeah, will. I don't think that's debatable. Oh, I know. So I mean, you've, so you've got to credit that that's the system that he you know learned his skill set in. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just. We just didn't get the best. That was the problem. We just we we got a kid that we thought was going to be good, and he's okay, yeah, but he's not I'm great. St- I'm still. And, I'm sorry, man. I I. It's the bu on the clipboard. It's 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 a he's a bad coach. That's the issue. It, I don't think it's a quarterback problem. I'm not going to give that up. The line is not good enough, and the coaching is horrible. It is. Both of those things are absolutely correct. But even with. Even with time, like I mean, last week the offensive line played the best it's played all season. Would mm-hmm. you agree with that or no? Um, no, because we lost. <laughs> yes, we did lose. The offensive line didn't. I mean, the strip sack at the end aside, but like he had time and he did better. He, like I, I said, don't know. I'd say the better. line on the the week we played the Bucks was better. Okay, that's a fair argument. But in 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 both those games. When the quarterbacks had a little bit more time mm-hmm. and had a little bit of things, Trubisky's great through about twenty yards. Yeah, he is. He can move. He can run. He's got the wherewithal. He can think it through, and he, he's good for twenty yards. But he's not great past twenty yards. He reminds me a lot of like an Alex Smith type, where mm. Alex Smith is fantastic. He's a great quarterback, 
for 20 yards. Yeah. But when it comes to those moments where you have that deep pass and you can – all these other teams, like Aaron Rodgers is going to blitz you for 40, 50. You know what I mean? He is. He's going to see that gap. He's going to take it. Sean Watson can do it. Mahomes can do it. Brady can still do it. But he just – I don't know if Trubisky can do it. Every time I've seen him go deep, it either gets picked or he's off target. I cannot think of a time mm-hmm. – this entire season, and I know he has only played like four games this season, but I can't think of a time this season where he's gone long and it's been there. Nearly every time he goes long, you're either lucky if it doesn't get picked, it does get picked, or it's just errant. It's far too far behind or it's far too far over. And if I think back to last season, I think that was the case too. I remember going to a couple of games and seeing like seeing that happen. So that's the problem is it's like it's not a quarterback issue fundamentally. Like we can win games with Mitch Trubisky, and he's not a bad quarterback. You know what and that means? The that, then it's who's ever calling the plays is is doing the wrong thing. I would I would agree. Which once again brings we, us back to our head coach. Yeah. No. Again, you are not gonna. You're not gonna. I in no way disagree with you that Matt Nagy needs to find something else to do, like landscaping or plumbing. Like I I fully I'm on board with that situation. He's not a good coach. He the style of everything too. Like if you look at every game this season. It's literally the same press conference every single time. He gets pissy and he gets angry at everybody else but himself. Then he says everybody else needs to do better. And then he says, we're going to look at it and we're going to build on it. That's it. Every single week. And then last week, whatever it was, he tried to embarrass everybody by saying, like, everybody should be ashamed. This is an embarrassment. We all need to this, that, and the other. And it's like, the, the guy doesn't know. He just doesn't get it. He's like a, he's like a watered-down version of what Andy Reid's playbook looks like. I really hope that he's let go before the end of the year just to see the, the player reactions while the season is, is going on. Because that, that will be very telling and nice to see. We got to see it last week with the Lions, and they, they won the next week. You did mention Alex Smith, and it is disheartening that the Washington football team is – there's like a 50-50 chance they're going to make the playoffs. They're only one game. They're only a half game out, and they play tonight due to COVID. It's unlikely that they're going to beat the Steelers, but there's a chance. And Ron Rivera is their head coach, former Chicago Bears player, former Carolina Panthers coach. If you put in Ron Rivera as head coach and Alex Smith behind center right now for the 2020 Bears, I think we're in the playoff hunt. I think we, yeah. I think you've got a much better, you've got a much better shot. You'd have much better play calling, and you'd have that experience that comes with Alex Smith. The only thing with Alex Smith now... Every play I mean, you I mean, worry for his life? Yes. I yeah. was going to say, you do that thing where, like, I think I don't think anybody at all, no matter who you support, doesn't wish Alex Smith well at this point. Like, yeah. the comeback well, I don't know about that. From. There's a lot of people like my wife who probably wish something horrible would happen just so they cancel this league because she is not a fan of this going on right now for obvious COVID reasons. And it's hard to disagree with her, but... I've been yeah. talking to you for however many minutes, and it wasn't entirely based around COVID and reality. Therefore, I'm 100% okay with uh, people dying because of the NFL in existence. I think I think it's a, it's a risk-reward thing. You know what I mean? If if the kid at McDonald's has to go to work mm-hmm. for 8.50 an hour every day in the face of COVID, which he shouldn't also have agreed, to do that. Agreed, agreed. Like but the guy making $10 million a year... It's okay, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's a cushion there where should anybody be doing anything right now? No, not really. People we, in New Zealand. People in New Zealand should do everything they've ever wanted to do right now. Yeah, Australia is the same way. I read a thing yesterday where they're uh, 
their number, their life is pretty much back to normal without masks because they have 47 cases in the entire country from Good contact tracing. Good yeah, for yeah, them. No, it's, it's, certain places are doing it correctly. We, I mean, no, this is like being on Gilligan's Island. Nobody's coming. You know what I mean? Like, no help is going to arrive. You're you're on your own. Are you um, going to watch the remainder of the Bears games? Yeah, I will. I mean, yeah. I just like football. I mean, I, I like it. I will watch it for the entertainment value of it. It's it, it, It's been rough, obviously, because yeah. it's, it felt, and I mean, I think there was a point, too, where about, like, week five or six, you text me and you were like, oh, they might actually do this. Because it felt that way. It felt like it's like, okay, we're, we're scraping it through. We're getting Yeah, I think through. it was we're... after the Bucks win. Yeah. And then literally after that game, we shit the bed. And yeah. I don't think yeah. we've won since. And so it's like, okay, well, that was nice while it lasted. But, yeah, I mean, your coaching, your coaching staff has to change. It has to change. The problem is the rest of the I wouldn't take that bet, though, man. If, if you would – would you take that bet? Would you put $50 on the Bears coaching head coach changing – in the offseason? No. Yeah, no, neither God, would I. No. But that's the thing. Places are too reticent to do that. Like, certain teams are very few, but certain teams are too trigger-happy with it, where if you don't win, that's it, you're gone. But, I mean, have you seen uh, – I actually noticed this the other day on Twitter, which I try to avoid as best as I can. Um, Matt Forte yeah. was uh, – Yeah, you saw that? Like, saw him going that. off being like, hey, Lovey Smith won 10 games and he can't him. I'm just saying. So, I mean, that's a guy – shitting on Matt Nagy, who probably knows a lot more Bears players, yep. know a lot more what's going on in that Bears locker room than any of us do. And he's now being vocal, being like, you know, you'll deserve better. Like, everybody shouldn't be having around this asshole. So, I mean, it's it's probably very common knowledge that people are sick of Nagy shit. Like, I, I don't think anybody in that organization is probably super stoked. Even Trubisky, who's been his, like, you know, little mentor, I, it's not going well. I'm sure he'd take somebody else at this point. I hope Lovey comes back. Um, he cannot be having fun be coaching U of I. He's already in the state. He's he's not doing well there. Um, his salary is affordable. I mean, I'm, he makes $5 million a year as U of I head coach, and he does not have a winning record. He's got a great gray beard right now. I'm, I'm a fan of it. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen the beard. So let's look at Nagy's salary. Uh, oh, God, he's only 42. Jesus. He's got yeah. He's making more. That's a that's some money. Here we go. There you go. Oh god. How much is Nagy, how much is Nagy making right Six now? Six to seven million. God damn. I could scream at people and do nothing for six million. Oh god. Yeah, this uh, we're gonna. Oh man, I don't want bad things to happen to people, but yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> Just like go do <laughs> something else. I don't care. <laughs> But that Here's being said, it's not a bad thing. Go ahead. I mean, he's been there what three years now? Yeah, something like that. Oh, three years. Yeah, three years. So three years, and let's say his salary went up after a good year. So let's say he only made a couple of million that first year. He still made fourteen to twenty million dollars. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He's gonna be all right. You can you can kick his ass to the curb and be like, "Thanks for your things. Here's your shit in the box." Like, you, you, he'll be all right. It's not like you know. It's not like you or I get shit canned where all of a sudden now we got to figure out if we're eating or paying the gas bill. Yeah. Like we're he's, he's fine. It's not wishing bad things to be like, hey, you're not very good at your job. I would prefer somebody better. I miss Lovey. He was always good. Uh, so you're gonna watch the next four games. Oh, man, let's say they could that COVID wrecks the league, and for some weird way we win the next four at nine and seven, and we make the playoffs. Do you want that to happen? 
I mean, if we could somehow win the next four games, then we'd probably have a decent shot in the playoffs with whatever magic formula yeah. that we've worked. But yeah. uh, no, it, it, it's not going to happen. Like, we might pop a we might pop a surprise in there. We might take two. Like I say, the Jags we should, but given how we're currently playing, like who knows? Like yesterday too was such a wacky day for results. I mean, the Patriots completely destroying the Chargers was mm-hmm. something I don't think you could have seen. The Raiders pulled off a miracle to beat the Jets. So I mean, the league's getting a little wacky with results anyway, but. You know, I, nothing's a given right now with this team that we have. It nothing. is kind of weird like, the living where I live in Washington D.C., where the team with a losing record in this market is likely is on the ball, like fifty-fifty shot of making the playoffs. And the team that made the AFC Championship game last year, who has a winning record, is most likely not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's been the case for a while though. Like that NFC South is just something. Like, you know, you have that that whole thing of. Okay, well, you're going to have a team that's fourteen and two. You're going to have teams that are. Are you talking about the AFC North? You mean? Not make... Maybe. What are you talking? I about? I don't know. I'm talking about your Cowboys. Oh no 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 no! Eagles. Oh yeah, that's the NFC North. NFC North. Excuse me. Then no, no no no! Sorry, sorry, sorry. NFC East. I apologize. We're all over the map here. Yeah, NFC East. Yeah, yeah, we are. I was looking. I at think the... Texas. So I think South. You're totally right. Yeah. NFC South. Uh, Saints, isn't it? Yeah, um, the, East, the NFC East is weird, and they produce so many Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, but the, the, but that's the crazy part is you're getting a team, you're getting teams that are you know six and ten going to the postseason when you've got teams that are eleven and five that aren't making it. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. It's a crazy. I mean, the Giants won logic. the last four. I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants win a playoff game. No, the Giants actually. I mean, and they're doing all that without Sanquan Barkley. This is a like, weird COVID year. <laughs> it really is. And I mean, aren't they doing it with a backup too? Isn't like John's out right now? So like they know. beat, I think they won yesterday with a backup, I think. Um, but it's like, this is, that's what's, that's what's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's everything's, everything's kind of available right now. Everything's up in the air. It's, I mean, the Browns destroyed the Titans. Yeah. Like this isn't normal. None of this <laughs> is like, oh yeah, you know, this, that's, that's why you'd put your thousand dollars if somebody gave it to you for free. Like, but I mean, it's, it's nice for a change, but yeah, I mean, COVID does throw a a monkey wrench in everything. Just kind of being like, well, are these results real? Are these the results of teams not practicing, practicing when they're sick, having to miss practices? Like, you know know what I mean? It's, it's weird, but I mean, no matter with COVID or without though, the bears, the bears need some help. Like the bears desperately need a lot of offensive help very, very quickly. Because unless unless you can, Sorry, before week four, you said they were going to be ten and six. That is no longer possible. We are currently five and seven. What do you think we're going to end up at? Six and ten. Six and ten. So you just flipped them. Just flipped them. Yeah, basically. So clearly, no on the playoffs. No, no, I no. I mean, we have like what six percent chance to make the playoffs, and you know, I mean, that's that. It's not. You can let that go. If we'd have won. If we'd have won yesterday, I think we're at about a thirty something, forty something percent chance. That's 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 doable. If we'd won yesterday, you could definitely sit here and be like, "Yes, there is a conceivable one in three, one in four chance that we're going to be in the playoffs." So how do we? What do we want to do about that? That's done. We're done for the year. Yeah. Like that's it. It's time to it's time to acknowledge what we have. And I think knowing that maybe next week, like it wouldn't be unreasonable to lose to the Texans next week. 
maybe when you are fully out of contention, when that 6% goes down to 0%, maybe then people can be like, all right, let's shit can the head coach. You know what I mean? You think? Once that little bit of hope is gone. Well, because what are you playing for after that? That's fair. Pride? Like, I mean, you know the what Texans I mean? do have a pride. worse record than us, but I still feel like the Texans are going to be the favorites. Yeah, that would be the, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Um, they're the, also just getting. Does Foles end up uh, taking snaps as starting quarterback at the end of the year? God, I really hope not. Yes I really no? hope not. No. Okay. No Foles. Uh, after week three, you said it was going to be Ravens and Packers. That also looks very unlikely. Uh, who yeah. do you think is going to make the Super Bowl as of now? Uh, Chiefs Packers would be my guess. And then who wins? That's a squeaker. That's a, that's a coin toss. Um, boy, just with how I guess a couple of games the Chiefs have looked this year, like against the Raiders and even like yesterday against Denver, they didn't look that strong. I mean, they still are the Chiefs, and they're they're an excellent, excellent team from top to bottom. But maybe the Packers in a tight one. All right, you are not alone. The Chiefs and Packers are our two most picked teams for this question. Um. Yeah, I think that's also the Super Bowl I have. I have the Chiefs going over. Um, this is a season I'm glad it's happening, and I say that with no guilt because uh, I am making zero dollars from this league, and uh, nor am I buying anything <laughs> this year, nor am I going to a bar to watch it or anything like that. It's just a very weird, solitary experience, and I get to not think about as much death uh for like three hours while well, I see commercials about how the NFL cares, even though there's horrible, horrible outbreaks and fans are in certain stadiums. So it's a weird, it's a weird time. What a, what a it could statement. Be worse, though. You could, you could be the Orwellian person that has to sit in a booth at the stadium and press the happy crowd noise button for good stuff or the sad crowd noise button for bad stuff. I wonder how much they get paid. Probably not enough. No, 